mother when he said this because in Proverbs 31.1 he says this, the words of King Lemuel, the utterances which his mother taught him. And I think that's really where we begin this morning. We want to talk about the fact that Lemuel recognized everything I am and everything I know and all of the faith I have and everything that's going on in my life finds its source in my mother. My mother who was teaching me before I understood what she was even saying when I was just an infant and she was rocking me. She was singing songs to me and saying things to me and even quoting verses to me that helped me become the person that I really am. Now, nobody knows exactly who King Lemuel was except that he was a man who really appreciated his mother and his wife and he felt led by God to to remind us of who she is and what she does and how much she matters to us. Now, just a few moments ago, I asked Chris to read the short version of Proverbs 31. But I think you ladies deserve to hear it all. So let me read to you the rest of what the Bible says. It says, she seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She's like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profit, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives, perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hand to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household for all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gate. Isn't that a wonderful tribute to mothers? And this morning, I want to spend some time and I want to talk to you moms about what the Bible says about you. And the first thing it says is this. The Bible says a virtuous woman is more valuable than the finest jewels. Now, I know you ladies appreciate the truth of the statement that I just read. I know that you appreciate that description of this outstanding mother and wife that Lemuel was describing that God led to be recorded in Proverbs 31. But I bet you, as you heard that description, while you might hear, your value is far above rubies. That description probably just kind of made you feel tired. 
as you listen to all of those things that are a part of what goes on in a woman's life, they took place back in the Old Testament times. They took place in New Testament times. They're still taking place today. Because one thing I know is this. You ladies add so much to your families, and that gives you so much great value. How can anybody do all the things that this woman in the Bible is described as doing? Well, here's all we really expect to you year in and from you, year in and year out. All you have to do is keep a perfect home, be an outstanding businesswoman, make your own clothes, be a perfect cook, be kind to everybody all the time, and for good measure, make sure your children rise up and call you blessed. When you can get all of those things done, then you will be the perfect woman. I'm pretty sure nobody's able to do everything that King Lemuel described. Not all the time, but I do believe this. This is a passage about a virtuous woman and all that our mothers mean to us and all the things you really do in our lives. Maybe you don't do it every day, but I bet across the course of a month you've done every one of those qualities I just talked about. You know, the Bible tells us that a virtuous woman lives a full life. There's one thing that I hardly ever hear Judith or any other mother in this church family say to me. I almost never hear her say, I am bored. I don't have anything to do. Moms, we realize how full your days are. You take care of your family you provide for your friends, you are proud of your home, you care about your work, you're faithful to your Lord. Every day you have all of these priorities and every one of them are important in your lives. You wake up in the morning with plans in your head and lists on your mind. Throughout the day you move from one task to another doing so many things with so much grace. You use your life, your love, your gifts so wisely. And you touch so many lives across the course of every day. It is a busy life that our mothers live. Now God intends for us to be busy. He created us in his image to be creative and productive. But here's the thing. God doesn't want busy lives to become exhausted, overwhelmed lives. Someone wrote this poem one time. Maybe it's familiar to you. Mary had a little lamb. T'was given her to keep. But then she had a family and died from lack of sleep. <laughs> Some of you young mothers know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of you older mothers remember those days. And it doesn't change much as the years go by. So as their families today as their husbands as fathers as children I guess we need to ask the question how can we help our mothers to live full and joyful lives because that's what we really want for our moms and the answer is you ask a simple question how can I help you you know, one of the things I noticed when I was reading that description from Proverbs 31 is this. Kim Lemuel praised and noticed everything that a virtuous woman is doing. But he did it from a distance. Did you notice that? 
Boy, I'll tell you what, I love hard work, Lemuel would say. I could watch it all day long. And if we're not careful, that's exactly what we can do as the families of our moms. We can say, oh, I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for all you do. I'm grateful for the food you cook. I'm grateful for the way you provide. I'm grateful for all the ways you invest yourself in your family every day. Uh, but I don't appreciate it enough to say, how can I help? I get the idea that Lemuel's mother might have liked it if he rolled up his sleeves and gotten involved in helping her. Just a few moments ago before the service, I, Earl and I were talking, and we were talking about the things we do around the house, and we were talking about working in the yard specifically. And I told him, I said, you know, I have a job when it comes to landscaping at our house. Judith goes and she picks out the plants, and she decides what's going to look beautiful where and how long it will grow and when you need it and what time of the year to plant it. And I dig the holes. That's my job. I dig the holes. But that's a good way, isn't it, to say, how can I help you? I'll never forget one time, not long after we bought our house, we had uh, cleared out a lot of space, a lot of just trash brush at our house. And now we we're going back, and we were planting the kinds of trees we wanted. And we bought a bunch of trees. And so I started digging the holes and Judith was placing the trees. And I'll never forget we got to the seventh tree, the final tree. And I dug the hole and Judith came walking over there and I said, do you think this hole is good enough? And she said, well, you know, it could be a little bit deeper and a little bit wider. And I just looked at her and said, that's all you're going to get. <laughs> and I walked back in the house and left her to plant the tree. That's not exactly the way that we're supposed to do things. We're supposed to say, how can I help you? There are a lot of things we can do to help carry the load. Over the years, as our own kids were growing up, I can't remember very many things that I could do better than Judith, but there were some of the things I could do to at least do my best. We can step in and help. You can find out that you can do a lot of things you never were sure you were going to do. I will never forget before Jamie was born, I sat down with Judith and I said, now I need to tell you something. After this baby is born, you can leave me at home by myself with this baby. Now understand up to that point I had a rule that said I'll play with them when they get to be toddlers, but I don't know what to do with infants. The truth is when he was born, the nurse said, you want to hold your son? And I said, ma'am, I've never held anything that little in my life. And she said, have you ever held a football? Bam! And she put him in my arm. <laughs> and that's how I learned. But I told Judith one day, I said, listen, after this baby is born, I'm not telling you that you can never go anywhere and leave me at home alone with this baby. But I am telling you this. If you're gone one day and that baby has a dirty diaper, then I'm going to take it out on the deck and hose it off because I don't know how to change a dirty diaper. But you know what? I learned. And after a while, it didn't seem so bad. I got used to it. I found out that's one of the ways I needed to help. Moms need to know that we see how full their lives are. And as their husbands and their children, we need to be able to step in and help.
And that will enable her to fulfill the second quality of a virtuous woman. You see, the Bible tells us that a virtuous woman lives an intentional life. The Bible describes a very wise person in this passage. Lemuel's mother lived her life intentionally. She responded to the needs she encountered and the people around her. One of the things that you notice in that passage in Proverbs is she was somebody who was always paying attention to people. Whether it was the people within her home or whether it was the people that she encountered in her lifetime, she was always paying attention to the people around her. She knew who she needed to touch. She knew what she needed to do. And she did everything with excellence. One of the things that I love as it describes the way that a virtuous woman provides for her family is you don't see someone who's doing the bare minimum. You see someone who is stepping as far over the line as she can go and taking care of her family and giving the best that she has to them. Rather than waiting for a crisis and then reacting, she lived purposefully and she responded to opportunities as well as to challenges. And her days were busy, but she also knew they were productive days and that offers the gift of satisfaction. You know, when you think about the days when you feel most worn out at the end of the day, they're usually not the days that were most physically demanding and draining. The days that just seem to wear you down are the days when you've been busy all day long, but you can't see what you accomplished at the end. You know what I mean? So many things have demanded your time, and you've given yourself in so many directions, and at the end of the day you think, I didn't get anything accomplished that I wanted to. That's when life feels like a treadmill, and you're just worn out. Now, everybody's going to have their share of those days, but living intentionally makes them less frequent. So how do you live an intel, uh, uh, intentional life? Well, this is what the Bible tells us. It says, know what your gifts are and use them. That's one of the things I see in that Proverbs 31 description is that here's a woman who knew, here are my gifts. Here are my gifts in my home. Here are my gifts in my community. Here are my gifts that I can do to invest in, to, to uh, pour my life into the work that I have in front of me. Here are the ways I can take care of people who can't take care of themselves. Here are the ways that I can use my gifts. And rather than running around in circles, she knew intentionally, this is what I want to do. These are my gifts. I'm going to put them to work. It says, know your plans and follow them. Now, I know interruptions are going to come, but it helps to know where you're headed every day. I think maybe that's one of the reasons that the Lord caused Proverbs 31 to be part of our Bible because it is a description of someone who lived their life very intentionally. She knew her plan and she followed them. How does anybody accomplish everything that's recorded in the Bible? Well, I think part of it is you know what it is you're going to do and you do it. And the third thing is this, you discover God's priorities and apply them. You begin to recognize the first thing I need to do is take care of my commitment to the Lord. There'll be room for other things as time goes by, but I let those things fill in around the most important thing. And the most important thing is my faith. 
as their children and as their husbands, what do we offer to intentional moms? And the answer is simple. Gratitude. Gratitude. You know, sometimes just a general thank you is all you need. But you can learn a lot from King Lemuel. He paid attention to what his mother was doing. He identified those things specifically. He didn't just say, my mom's a good woman. That would have ended Proverbs a lot sooner. But instead, very specifically, he said, these are the things I'm so grateful to my mother for. These are the things I see in her life, and I so appreciate what she is doing. And here's the other thing. And he talked about them out loud for the world to hear let me tell you about my mom what if you did that at lunch today what if as your families gather together some families are are here together some are going to be gathering in a little while but maybe you made a game out of let me tell you what my mom has done that I am so grateful for and what if you got really specific about that gratitude and then maybe you look her right in the eyes and say thank you thank you for what you do for me you may not know how much that will mean until you try it But the Bible continues on and it says this, and a virtuous woman lives a balanced life. The woman in Proverbs 31 was involved in so many things, home, family, business. She prepared meals, she purchased fields, she provided for her household. What was the secret? She kept her life in balance. The Bible describes a woman who kept her affairs balanced throughout the day. I want you to look at the balance that you find in the Bible. It is a balance between public and private things, between the home and the world, between things that required thought and things that required action, between investment and return. In other words, she kept her life in balance. She knew how to do some things at some point, And other things at another. She knew how to make the folks at home feel really important. But she also knew how to make the folks in public know how much they mattered. God calls us to live a balanced life. Don't let one issue demand all your time and all your attention. When something begins to make you weary, move on to something else for a while. Choose a balance between the things that drain your energy and attention and the things that renew you personally and spiritually. When you grow weary of tasks, take time for relationships. And don't be afraid to claim some time for yourself. Families, you can help your mom to be able to find balance in her life before you ask her to do something for you. Ask yourself if it can be done without her. Dads, step in and take responsibility for dinner now and then. Now, that may mean or may not mean I'll do the cooking, depending on what kind of cook you are. 
but it may mean that you don't sit down on Mother's Day and say, what did you fix me? Instead, you say, where can I take you? Do what you need to do. When she's doing something for herself, don't interrupt. Don't complain. You know, it really is okay if mom has a little personal time now and then. I've told the story before. I'll probably tell it again. Susanna Wesley, 13 children. Can you imagine? She must have done a good job because she was John Wesley's mother and Charles Wesley's mother and the other 11. And she had that rule. That's how she spent her time with God. It was her personal time. When she sat in a chair and took her apron and put it over her head, that meant leave me alone. And her family respected that. Now, I don't know. I don't see a lot of ladies wearing aprons anymore. You may, and I'm just not paying attention. But you sure can find some ways to say, I need some time Give me a break. And that leads to the final quality. A virtuous woman lives a life of faith. The Bible says to be busy and balanced and intentional, but it saves the best for last. A virtuous woman is one who walks with God. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. A virtuous woman is one who walks with God. Her faith is not another obligation. It's not another duty to be fulfilled. Her faith is the wellspring that renews her strength and her hope and her joy. It is from spending time with the Lord that she has the ability to take care of everybody else. The Lord knows her and he cares for her. The Lord guides her and shows her the way. The Lord provides for her strength, hope, and confidence. The Lord empowers her when all seems to be too much. The Lord blesses her and all the efforts seem worthwhile. Most of all, the Lord loves her. I guess... Jeff, the Lord, would say to our mothers in church, you're my favorite because he loves her. Today we're grateful for our mothers. We really do see what you're doing for us. We really are grateful for all the ways you love us. We're thankful for your guidance in our lives. But most of all, we're thankful for this. We thank you for pointing the way to the Lord Jesus Christ. In your words, in your actions, in your life. Not only do you practice your faith, but you offer us the opportunity to see a good picture of faith and what faith should look like. And we learn it. We learn it from the time we're little bitty and we learn it all our life long. And there's never a time when we stop learning faith. So today we're grateful for our mothers and we're grateful that they point us toward the Lord Jesus Christ. But as they point us toward Christ, they also remind us of something very important. That though they can point us toward him, every one of us has to make our own decision about him. Every one of us has to make the decision, number one, that I will trust him. And number two, that I will follow him. And this morning as we come to our invitation time, 
that's the decision that each of us have to make. Maybe you're here today and you're not a believer. Maybe you've had others who have pointed you toward Jesus. Maybe you remember all of the things your mother's taught you that you've known all your life long, but you've never committed your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe today is your day when you need to trust him as Savior. In a moment, we'll sing our invitation hymn. This will be your opportunity to come forward. I'll be here. I'll be glad to greet you, to introduce you to the Savior because you need to know Jesus before you leave today. And then the second thing is simply this, I will follow him. And maybe he's leading you to be part of what he's doing in this church. And this is where you need to plant yourself in your membership. And today you need to come and say, I want to be part of what God is doing because he's leading me to this place. Or maybe he's dealing with you about particular areas in your life and you know it's time to surrender to him, to make things right with him to follow him is there a decision you need to make we're going to stand we're going to sing and as we do and God's spirit speaks you come let's stand and let's sing good to be in God's house today so glad that you were here to be a part of our worship time let me remind you again we won't have services tonight and that's so you can have more time with mom so enjoy that time enjoy meals together share gifts celebrate our ladies ladies let me remind you there's a special gift from your church that you can pick up on your way out this morning Let's bow together, let's pray, and then we'll sing our final song. Father, we do thank you for Mother's Day. Thank you for a chance to honor the women in our lives. Thank you, Father, that mothers and wives are so important that you place this passage in your word so that we might treasure them the way they deserve to be treasured. Now, Father, as we go from this place and as we celebrate this time with our moms, we just pray.
that you will guide us and you will bless us and we will live according to your plan. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. One last announcement. We have uh, some sign-up clipboards in the foyer. We're going to start taking volunteers for our music worship camp in July. So if you're interested at all, put your name down and your phone number down there. There's some people out there helping with that. And you'll be Let's just sing out. Please.